What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. All right, good evening, everyone, as we're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Did you know that 15 minutes could save you 15% or more in car insurance? What do you got to do? Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. He's Aaron Torres. I'm Arnie Spanier. Both of us live in Los Angeles. First time having a chance to meet you. How you doing, my friend? The bad boys of radio together here uh, yeah. as one. I, I got to pull the curtain back. Before the show, you came up, gave me a big hug. I didn't know who you were. I got to be honest. So I, I walk in I the studio. I didn't know who you were. I walk in the studio. Yeah. All I hear is you're, 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 you're schmoozing up Ephraim Salam, yeah. who's a great host before us. And all I hear is, oh, man, Ephraim, we, we got to do a show well, together. I, oh, wait, wait, look, what am I, chopped liver no, over I, here? One, I, well, I didn't know that you were my co-host at the time, so I thought I was talking behind your back. So okay, I, cool. I, I, didn't, I, I didn't know that. you were there. It's okay. And, and two, I just said that to, because I want to upset Ephraim. I mean, oh. that, that guy never gets upset. He's like smooth jazz guy. He's like, you know, he, he's very, because in about two minutes, I'll have that guy so wired He'll come across the, the desk and try to hit me. So, really? uh, I am back in LA though. My two year ban has been lifted. That's nice. Uh, by Fox Sports Radio. In case people want to know, I had a two year ban, um, from coming back to Los Angeles and allowed to work at the studios, but the ban has been lifted and, uh, just a couple of months ago. So I, I've got to come back 
and uh, and do the show from Los Angeles. So I'm very excited about that. The judge the judge approved. Uh, you're allowed back in the state. I am allowed back. I'm allowed back. I don't see an ankle monitor, so that's good. No, but I was banned by the bosses. They're like, oh. you have to leave, and you cannot come back for two years. Two years. What ban. happened? We don't want to get into that. Oh, no, that that's the. We don't we don't want to get into that. But I am back now. And we're ready to roll. we got a lot to get to. It's a busy show today. Uh, Jordan Schultz is going to join us in about 15 minutes from now, at about 20 past the hour. we got a lot of NFL draft stuff to wrap on up to Sago later on this hour also. We'll have our picks, news and notes. Start things off, though. Uh, Bucks and Celtics, uh, they just finished off. We're going to get into that also. The Cavs facing a game number seven. Um, just final thoughts, kind of, on the NFL draft. You saw all the maneuvering in the top ten. Obviously, Baker Mayfield, the number one pick. We learned about that. What was it, like a day or two before the draft it started to leak out that the Browns really wanted him? Yeah. I've got nothing against Baker Mayfield. I, I really don't. I think he's going to be the third best, maybe the fourth best quarterback out of the four out there wow. that were taken to the top ten. I like Sam Darnold first. I like Josh Rosen second. I even like Josh Allen third. And then I would have taken Baker Mayfield. Not that he's not going to be good. There's room for all four to be good out there. Well, but uh, I'm, I'm just well, not happy with that well, let, selection. Let's disagree off the yeah, top here yeah, because – First of all, I, I've said, I've told our producer, Mike, uh, a diehard Cleveland Browns fan, I would have taken Baker Mayfield number one. But here's the, here's the thing. You said you think all four can be good. When have we ever had a draft since, what, 1983? Is that Dan Marino with the yeah, six? Yeah, yeah. That, that four guys have become legitimate quarterbacks. Well, how many of them were taken in the top ten? This is unprecedented. First time it's happened there. Yeah. So what is it against that you have against Mayfield? Um, Why do you hate him so much? No, it's not that I, I hate him. I just think the other three are going to be a hell of a lot better. I, I like Baker. Well, I, first of all, I think Sam Darnold would have been the number one pick and not be 20 years old. I think he would have been the number one pick if he had a little bit more, not bravado, but a little bit more of an attitude. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. A little bit of more of the Baker Mayfield attitude of like, you know, just kind of a little bit showy. Sure. And I think that kind of cost him, but he he is who he is. I think the Browns said, we don't want to take a 20-year-old kid that's going to be on the bench for like two, three years. We want somebody that's going to compete now. Yep. So they went with the 23-year-old. I think if it was the other way around, Sam Darnold would have been the number one pick. So you're saying if Sam Darnold was better, he would have been the number one pick? No, if he was older. I, I, yeah, I, mean, yeah. I mean, my whole – but I think it, it is kind of if he was better. Because you look at Sam Darnold, you look at this past season – all his numbers went down from a year ago. I think, look, if he well, had, How much better do you want him to be? He's the number three pick, though. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, Josh Allen completed 56% of right. his, I mean, you could complete 56% yeah. of the pass in the Mountain West. And, you know, he's completed 56% or 56 or less going back to, like, high school and junior high and, and junior college. It. I'm serious. He didn't, I mean, he didn't have any scholarship offers coming out of high school. Right, right. So, no, I mean, to me, uh, you know, I, th- that was my thing with, like, like and I t- I've told Mike, our producer, this, like, like if you want to take Darnold and you see the guy 6'4", six, 6'5", six, whatever he is, big arm, athletic, that's one thing. But I can't get past the fact that he regressed this year. And I think the point that you bring up is the most important, not even the age, the fact that it's going to take time. And, and when I think about this draft and with him – I go back to when he decided to declare, and I remember Kirk Herbstreit on that other network saying, you know, the NFL isn't a place that you go to learn the quarterback position, and that's my concern. I know the Jets have Josh McCown coming back, but we know these guys don't. When you're the third overall pick, you don't get a chance to stay on the bench. So, I I mean, I can get into why I I like Mayfield, but I'm more concerned about Darnold being thrown in the fire right away. Why do I hear that people think that Josh Rosen – is unlikable. I, well, what what exactly is it? You know, you know, some people have like punch face and stuff like that. Sure. What exactly is it about Josh? Because I like the guy. I like everything about him. I think he's a good quarterback. Um, 
I think he'll be the second best out of the four. And I know he got lucky in the Texas A&M game. And I'm not even going to forget about the games and all that. I think the kid is misunderstood. So why is there all this hatred for Josh Rosen? I, I think Arizona got a steal by trading up. And, and getting him. I, I thought they did a phenomenal job. I don't know what all this hatred is, to be honest. Well, yeah, I don't even know if that it's, that it's hatred. I mean, I do think he's a little arrogant relative to what he has done. I mean, he was one of the top-rated high school quarterbacks coming out of high school, obviously. But, I mean, what did he really do at UCLA? I mean, he had that one great win against Texas A&M. He was beat up half the time. He wasn't on the field half the time. And was he really a difference maker? I mean, I was looking at the stats the other day. I mean, almost half of his touchdown passes during his time, this past, this past season when he was the guy, almost half of his touchdowns came in the first three games of the year, and then there was a significant drop-off. Right. I but then did, he was also hurt, too, though. But that, right. that's part of the game. Okay. I mean, okay. if you're going to get hurt at UCLA, I and by the way, UCLA had an offensive tackle taken in the first round there, so let's not say that the offensive line was terrible. Right, right. Like, I, I just... I, I, one, I don't believe that he can stay healthy, but two, I do think, there, like you said, Sam Darnold doesn't have that quote-unquote bravado. Baker Mayfield does, but at least he backed it up on the field. Josh Rosen has that bravado without actually having accomplished I, much of anything. Let's, let's back up to Baker Mayfield. He played in the Big 12. Yeah, and that's like. Is it, first of all, I think that's seven man football. Is it not? I'm not is it seven man? Is it flag football? Don't, don't make fun of seven man football. I'm, I'm gonna, the, the, the guy from the Cowboys was was I a seven man football I know, player. I know that. I know it was flag football. I'm pretty sure it was flag football. Touch on the quarterbacks. Though. Was, uh, was, I mean, George, was Georgia? <laughs> Georgia? They're pretty good, right? Wow. Yeah, Georgia uh, in in SEC though, SEC school though. And the, he put up almost 300 yards passing against. Them. Yes, he did. But let, let's be honest. When you're running those West Coast offense and you're just flicking it here and flicking it, look, he's a good athlete. But those stats are overinflated with the conference he played in. That that that's not earth shattering, is it? That's not the first time you've heard that, is that? No, but are yeah. Pac, are Pac twelve defenses that much better? They're a little bit better, yes, yes, they are. Uh, yes. uh, I don't yeah, know. they're a little I, bit better. Yes, they I are. I watched yeah. a lot of Washington State and Oregon State and no, Arizona you stayed up State. That we don't I stay did. up on the East Coast to watch. Well, those what are you games. doing on Saturday well, night? I'm up well, with you, you now. There, yeah. I was going to say you and I are going to be watching a lot <laughs> yes. of those games in the fall. Yes. I hope. Yes, my Arizona Wildcats and stuff like that's, that. That's right. Well, yeah, the Pac-12 network that yeah. nobody gets, but that's another story. Yeah, for no, those. I think those those stats are overrated. But regardless, if you're looking at from the player standpoint. I think the two happiest people right now have to be Sam Darnold and, and Josh Rosen. I'm, I'm sure Josh Allen's happy, yep. but, I mean, Sam Darnold, the Jets, historic team, uh, Joe Namath, they're starving for a quarterback. I mean, the weight, he could, they're probably, you know, they'll probably bring him in for a couple of games. They'll, they'll bring him along. And, and Josh Rosen at Arizona, who traded up to get him and obviously played at UCLA, so he gets to stay on the West Coast. They, I mean, they got to be happy. I, I, I know Rosen was really upset, but... After he comes out, he's got to think what a great situation he's in. Well, I, I agree with that 100%. And that's a, the, that was my thought with Rosen. When it when the Bills got kind of weird there and it kind of felt like they were going to take a quarterback, uh, I said, oh, my God, don't send Josh Rosen to Buffalo. He's too brittle. He'll blow over in the wind. Not to mention that if he gets sacked hard into the turf, he'll shatter his, his uh, collarbone or whatever. So I think Allen's good there. But I think that was a great landing spot for Rosen, West Coast, uh, you know, indoor stadium, that division, you know, you play uh, obviously uh, in San Francisco. Like, there's not a lot of really bad climates and cold weather. I think he is going to be good there for, I, you know, so much times in sports, it's about where you land, not just, it's not just how good you are, it's where you end up. And I think that was a great landing spot for Josh Rosen. All right, uh, Celtics, real quick. And by the way, he's Aaron Torres. I'm Arnie Spanier. Celtics win game seven. The home team is uh, 
has won every game in that series, so they win it four games to three. Not much to say, but the game was a blowout, especially in the second half. But i got to tell you something. I have so much respect uh, for Stevens. I mean, he has done such a remarkable job with the injuries that they've had. It is just crazy. I mean, Smart was hurt at one point. Uh, Jalen Brown went out, went out in the second half. He was like on the bike. Obviously, Kyrie and, and Hayward. It, it's just amazing that they even got this far. And I think they'll get by Philadelphia. So I, wow. I, I got to tell you, Brad Stevens is perhaps not only one of the best coaches in the, in the NBA, maybe the most underrated coach also in, in the whole NBA. Well, I think he's starting to get the credit he deserves this year oh. for that reason. I mean, even last year, they were number one seed. Isaiah Thomas. Yeah. Nobody remembers that, though, because, because it was all about Cleveland. Yeah, Isaiah yeah. Thomas, who I could see you posting up in Venice Beach <laughs> working him. Uh, that guy who averaged like 30 points a game because of Brad Stevens. Now, he's incredible. I don't. So you think Philly's going to beat Boston, huh? No, I, Boston's going to be Philly. I'm going to go with them. I'm, Why is that? I they, They've been their role play. Oh, stop it. You know, before the game, I told you that the Celtics were going to win. You could play that all you want. Notice how everybody's on their toes when I come to Los Angeles. It huh? is. When I'm not here, when I'm in Vermont, they're sleeping, they're slacking off, they're doing nothing. I, 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 I talk on the talk back. Hello, anybody there? Hello, anybody there? I get crickets. I get nothing. I mean, Ryan, Raider Ryan does nothing when I'm in Vermont now. He's pushing all the buttons okay, and stuff like that. That's not my name, by the way. It's Papa Bear. And and wow, I, it just it's said disgusting. He's your daddy. Yeah, said I, he's your daddy. I don't call I don't call grown men Papa Bear. I I don't do that at all. So yeah, it, I think you guys like each. I think you're happy to be in the same building. Let me tell. You, I've been here since Wednesday, and I I may go home tonight. Really? I, I'm thinking I like might just leave. Show? Yeah. I got to take over? Nah, I'll I'll finish the show out and I'll see what flights are available right away. I don't know if I can make it the full two hours. The traffic here. I can't take it anymore, and I've only been here 48 hours. Wow. I'm, I, I just can't do it anymore. Well, I was going to say, you know I'm from Connecticut, and th- that is the most obvious thing when you get off the plane oh. and, y- and you look on your GPS and it oh. says, uh, you know, 40 minutes to go 40 miles. It's 40 it's a, miles? That's a, that, yeah, yeah, Connecticut. You can oh, go Connecticut, get 40 yeah. minutes. I, I, it took me 45 minutes to go 4.2 miles. That's what I'm saying. Oh. But we like. I like having you here. I can't speak for anybody else. They don't like I having enjoy, me here. I enjoy it. No, I walked around. I've got I got people upset at me in about a minute and a half. Should have heard what I said to Ephraim uh, Salam. He goes, I go, oh, you went to San Diego State. I love junior colleges. He looked at me like he wanted to kill me. Wow. I know. He's starting beef. I just start, I, you better I not talk start about my beef. You better not talk about my Huskies. We'll get to Gino that later. Yeah, well, there's not much to give them crap about. Uh, NFL Insider, analyst for Yahoo Sports, Jordan Schultz. He joins us next. We are in Los Angeles. That's right. You're listening to us at the Geico Fox Sports Studios. I'm Moni Spanier. He's Aaron Torres right here on Fox Sports Radio. I can't work like this. I can't work like this. What does it mean when Geico says just 15 minutes can save you? 15% or more in car insurance? It means you probably should have gone to Geico.com 15 minutes ago. I can't work like this. This is why I live in Vermont. This is why I don't like to come to Los Angeles so I don't have to see anybody. This is, you see, Aaron, this is why I, I live in Vermont so I don't have to be around everybody like this. I can't stand this. I, I can't, just, I can't I, work like this. I was going to say, I assume you like snow and cold weather. Yeah. No, I and, don't. Uh, no. I like you, to work, walk around without my shirt on. On beautiful weather days well, we like just, this, we just had a periscope, yeah. and you didn't. Oh, like what I was going to do it. We're doing trying to do it for the ladies. Should have let us down, man. Uh, let's. We just stop. We just stop. Let's go to the Geico Fox Sports Celebrity Hotline. Joining us now, NFL Insider Analyst for Yahoo Sports, as we talk a little of the NFL Draft with Jordan Schultz. How you doing, Jordan? 
All right, doing well. Thank you. Hey, thank you. Right off the bat, one through obviously the top ten picks historic. The four quarterbacks go. Uh, did it surprise you the way it went on down, especially because Josh Rosen was the was the fourth of the four quarterbacks taken, or did you expect it to go that way? Well, I, I was told the night before Arnie the draft that from an executive that he thought um, Baker Mayfield would go one, and it really caught me off guard because there had been rumors about. You know, Josh Allen going one and how Cleveland had kind of faded on Sam Darnold. And, you know, you had heard so many different things. And then the morning of the draft, um, or maybe it was early afternoon, I can't remember, but I had two more executives basically, you know, say the exact same thing, that they thought Mayfield was going one. So there were certainly a lot of smoke screens from Cleveland, and they did a really good job, John Dorsey did, of hiding who we wanted, who we, whom we coveted one from not only the public, but internally as well. I mean, there were people inside that building that did not know where he was going at one. So, in terms of Rosen to the to to you know, I, I, he had Arizona. slipped a little. Yeah, he had slipped a little bit. Rosen did throughout the process because of the immaturity questions. But too many teams liked him for him to slide. I was a little bit surprised that Josh Allen slid. Uh, you know, I thought Buffalo. I know they gave up a lot to get him, but I think Buffalo got themselves a you know their future quarterback. And, and I've done a total one eighty on him based on his his arm ability wow. and the fact that he's. As big and athletic, and I, I just think he'll be able to, as Sean McDermott, the coach, said, power through the elements in Buffalo. You need that type of arm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, there were some certainly some surprises, but um, maybe not as much as, as you might expect on a normal draft. So I'm on Team Mayfield here. Uh, <laughs> I can't get my partner on the same team. He he thinks the Browns just totally whiffed on this. He said the fourth out of four. Yeah, I think he's the fourth out of four. But I don't really listen to him anyways. Can you <laughs> tell me why I'm right and why my partner, yeah. or do you, are you with my partner that Mayfield, uh, maybe there was a reach at one for the Browns? I am absolutely with you. In fact, Thank I wrote you. Article, I wrote a column earlier this year that I thought Baker Mayfield was the next Russell Wilson. How about that? There you go. Wow. Listen. I, I think he is. Absolutely a superstar. Um, if he were 6'4", 225, he, he would have been unquestioned. Now, obviously, he's not. And the fact that he doesn't have the same athleticism as Russell Wilson or the same accuracy, I guess, as a Drew Brees. But, listen, his, his ability to make plays inside the pocket, outside the pocket, the fact that he was uh, unbelievably dominant, never lost a road game at Oklahoma, never uh, – I believe he was 16-4 and four in his career against um, – uh, ranked opponents, so he was just he was lights out. Guy is an absolute winner. Um, I know there are question marks, but for me, he was the best player of the draft. Let me ask you. L- let me ask you a quick follow up. Then we we heard in the lead up that the Jets loved him at three. Why did people act like it was this such an incredible stretch to take him at one? When I think by all accounts, even before the Browns were linked to him, nobody thought he was going to fall in the top three, top five at the worst. Well, you know, there were some concerns uh, in general with Baker, Mayf- Baker Mayfield from the from the public in terms of like is he mature enough and all the. But yeah, I agree, and I, I I think the old school NFL thought process of having a quarterback of you know that six foot or five eleven, you know, the people still are afraid to come around on that. And I, from what I just talking to like my buddies, we like, I, there's no way that guy's going one. There's no way he's going in the top five. I think that's what most football fans thought that a guy like Baker Mayfield because he didn't fit the mold, would struggle. Um, but, you know, he, he he's going to be somebody that I, I believe in 10 years will look back at as, you know, one of the great quarterbacks of, of this era, I, I believe it. And, and I think with, with the Jets, um, who knows if they would have taken him at three. 
there was there was a thought process that Cleveland did not have to take him at one, that they overdrafted him. They got their guy, and that's the most important thing. He's John, uh, Jordan Schultz, NFL insider analyst for Yahoo Sports. All right, Jordan, explain to me why. And I look, I like Saquon Barkley. I love him a lot, to be honest with you. But I felt like the Giants should have traded the pick and gotten like a king's ransom, like both picks for maybe Buffalo or both picks for maybe Arizona. I I don't know if it's there. Did I did I overvalue that second pick? Because I'm like get two from Buffalo and get two more from the second round and two more from the third round and uh, build up. I'm like, why take it when you could build up like that? But I don't know if it was all that valuable. You tell me. Yeah, I'm a believer big time in him and Barkley. Um, the running back, I think we saw fellas that. The whole theory of the running back not being a priority, it's, it's, not, it's really more of a theory now because you've seen so many running backs go high, not just um, you know, uh, Barkley, but you know, Ronald Jones and, and the two Georgia running backs and even guys who slip goes in you know, the second round. So I, I think Barkley to the Giants is a perfect home run fit, and the reason why, uh, Arnie, is because they, need, they have not had a dominant running back in so long. The, the best running back they've had in the last 10 years is Brandon Jacobs. Think about that. Mm. And their offense has struggled so much as a result. Eli has struggled. And one of the great parts about Saquon Barkley is he can pass protect. He's going to play all three downs. He checks every box in the character standpoint. And you need these guys. And then, by the way, they go out and get the second pick of the second round, Will Hernandez. Yeah. My favorite, my favorite quote about him was, he just doesn't like people. That's, <laughs> that's like that's my partner on radio. <laughs> that's what you want from your from your. Your your new stud uh, guard, and you know you, you want a guy that's just mean and angry, just wants to hurt somebody, and, and that's what he is. So you know, I mean, the Giants to me hit a home run with those two picks, and and you know, listen, could they have traded back and gotten more players? Yes, but ultimately, I think Barkley's going to. Hey, if, if, if that guy from Utah, Hernandez from UTEP, if they win a preseason game, that's more games than they've won in his life for crying out loud at UTEP. Um. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. I was going to. You're right. He didn't win a lot of games. Yeah. Lot of games. I was going to say, uh, the uh, he doesn't like people. That's probably how I would describe Arnie. The yeah, guy exactly. Next to me. Uh, real quick, so a little bit off the grid here, but Darius guys. So, I, you know, I'm yeah. a huge college football guy. I loved watching him at LSU. Uh, so what? what is fact from fiction in terms of why he may have fallen a little bit on during the draft? He lied, right? He lied. Oh, he lied. Yeah. yeah. That, that was the main thing. He, he lied about um, the questioning he got at the Combine. I, I spoke to his agent, um, who he ended up firing, or agent told me he quit. I mean, you know, who knows what to believe? But uh, you know, they, they the, their camp knew he lied, and, and he, you know, that hurt him. And then there was, you know, things that that, that came out on draft day, which is that um, you know he had more issues uh, on campus in Baton Rouge, and that. But he denied know, that, though. He's denied that. He's denied it. But, yeah. But what the? But, but you start to put all of them together, and teams are going to back off. And, and listen, the reason being is because it, that, that, those second-round picks are gold. And a, a team is not going to invest a second-round pick in a guy that they believe has significant character concerns. doesn't mean it's true, but unless he's uh, checked all the boxes, they're not going to make that pick. That's why a lot of these character guys with a lot of talent, low-character guys or character questions with a lot of talent, end up going to the fourth and fifth round, not the first and second. Guys ultimately has a chance now to kind of start fresh with Washington, an organization that he's going to have an opportunity to play right away in. Um, but that ended up, that's ultimately why he slipped. Fact or fiction, he definitely lied. You can believe what else 
you want to believe. But yeah. the lying at the com- about the combine questioning kind of implicated himself because all these teams now were upset with him. He's Jordan Schultz, NFL insider, analyst for Yahoo Sports. Great job, Jordan. We'll definitely go ahead and do it again, my friend. My pleasure. Thank you, guys. Take care. Thanks, Jordan Schultz, Jordan. everybody. Yeah, he, uh, he told another team that uh, they asked him about his wife, uh, excuse me, his mother um, being a prostitute. Which goes back to the old Des, Des Bryant, Bryant question, yeah. and then he asked him, "What was the other one?" I don't remember the. I, I can't remember. It was a, uh, something else kind of offensive. Too. Yeah, but there was this past week this story about this quote unquote confrontation with Philly. Uh, you know, Philly says that that he said, and then they talked to Philly, and Philly said he didn't do that. So I was just curious yeah. what Jordan had heard, kind of on the beat. I just, and then he was like, "Well, why me now? Why am I the one uh, that's uh, you know falling in the draft?" Well, that's the reason why, and. You know, look, I'll be on his side for one thing. He denies that there's any problems on campus that's going to be coming out. He's like, I don't know what the hell anybody's talking about. Um, and if that's true, shame on the people that started that. I'd like to find that chain of uh, leaks out there and and, yep. and bring it back to somebody and say, what the hell are you doing? You yeah, know? and you always have one or two of those guys that you hear stories about, but it's so unsubstantiated. But obviously, as you said, as we discussed, there was some stuff that was pretty public. You know, I got to tell you, as much as all the guys here miss me, nobody missed me more. Uh, then Steve DeSager. He's like, oh, man, it gives me a big hug when I came on in. And, man, he just missed me. It's been so long. Has it not been DeSager? It has been longer than I thought. Yes. I'm not sure what we can read into that. But when you said it back, it's been two years since you darkened our doors in LA. I almost didn't recognize you. You've really aged. I yeah. just want you to know that. You've really aged. Yeah, and you have not. No, thank you. Exactly. I have not. Yeah. I'm, my skin is silky so he's, smooth. He's always looked this bad. I use, I use beard oil. It's, it, it, it's yeah. aged like milk. Yeah. <laughs> Keep talking. We have five minutes left first half at Golden State. This opens the second round of the NBA playoffs. Warriors up 58-46 over New Orleans, even though the Pelicans are shooting 56% from the floor. And Steph Curry is still out. He's missed over a month with a sprained MCL. He did go through shoot-around with the Warriors today, but should return to play on Tuesday, although there could be a minutes restriction then for him in Game 2. Boston finished its first round series with a Game 7 win to eliminate Milwaukee 112-96. to In the NHL playoffs, it's in overtime at Vegas. Three all, Sharks versus Golden Knights. My Golden Knights! Oh, that's Our a kiss of death Oh, stop right it! Under 12 minutes to go in the first <laughs> OT. Thank you, Alfred. Boston with the playoff win to open its second round series at Tampa Bay 6-2. to The Dallas Cowboys, of course, wide receiver Tavon Austin from the Rams. Kevin Harvick are in the NASCAR poll at Talladega for tomorrow's 500 on Fox TV. That's at 2 p.m. Eastern time. And just three ball games going on right now. On FS1, the Yankees led 10-0 after two innings. It's now 10-1 against the Angels in Anaheim, bottom of the seventh. Dodgers won the first of a doubleheader at San Francisco 15-6, and L.A. is leading against Johnny Cueto in the nightcap 2-0 in the Bay Area, bottom of the fifth inning. And the Padres led big early against the Mets. It was 11-0 after four. It's now 12-2 Padres in the top of the ninth, although Will Myers has left with a strained oblique. Back to you. Uh, you taking me out to dinner tonight to Sager? We're going to Lowry's expect- or something like that? Or I, what? Was, I was expecting to see boxes of pizza in wow. your hand. I'm going to die it. I'm going to die it for crying out loud. <laughs> You're all that matters. We're sure. coming yeah. to you live. Thank you to Sager from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. It's easy to save 15% or more uh, on car insurance with Geico. So just go to geico.com or give them a call 1-800-947-AUTO. And the only hard part, well, that's figuring out which way is easier. Aaron, what's uh, going on with uh, Steve Kerr, my buddy Steve Kerr and the Golden State Warriors? What's the score up there right now? 59? 
Yeah. What is that? 46. 13 point lead. At, oh, wow. 59 points with 454 left in the first half there. I heard 60 points. Good. They could score pretty well, huh? Jeez. How about this two time MVP on the bench? They're just. It's, it's That's insane. That's insane. Well, I mean, he learned basketball from you. Yes, so. absolutely. Kurt and I went to high school together. We went to college together. Um, I'm going to let him pass. I'm not calling into the show today because he's, he's at the game, obviously. Well, he'll call post game, right? Well, he could have called me at halftime. We're so close, but I'm going to let him slide on this one. Very good. He has not called me um, in about like 15 years. What happened? There was, there was no, some... I, I think he's, he's mad at me because I'm be- I was a better basketball player than him. Understandable. Yeah. And, uh, better looking and I think I beat him in a one-on-one, but if I didn't, I'm, I'm just saying I did anyway. Yeah. Uh, What's he going to deny? Anyway, it? Yeah, what the hell? He's going to remember listen, back then? Listen, if I ever get to cover the NBA What's he going to sue me? Yeah. Next, yeah. Time, next time they come through early, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go to the media scrum and say, hey, Arnie Spanier, remember him? Yeah, he says he beat you one-on-one. Any, yeah. any comment on that? And he'll get mad at you. He'll oh, definitely really? get yeah. Oh, he'll get mad. He'll, he'll get mad about that. All right, look, give out the uh, our Twitter address. I'm always, always I always have to give it out. Give out our Twitter address because I want tons of tweets about what we're going to be talking about about Russell Westbrook coming up next. All right, our Twitter handles are I am at Aaron underscore Torres. I hate the underscore. And ultimately, that's all that really matters. Just tweet me. You don't need to worry about it. And no. You, and it's you, it's at Stinking Genius One because you are a genius. We're the bad boys of radio. It's what we do. We're about to disagree. Maybe get hostile, get angry. Go ahead. Um, really? Because I, I love Russell Westbrook. Um, I like, oh. I even like his attitude for the most part. So maybe I'm going to sound like a hypocrite He's a bad on this. Boy like you, I, you know, I, I and look, I just like everything about him that he stayed. I'm going to stay in Oklahoma City, even, uh, and I see why uh, Kevin Durant's had a tough time to play with him. But he was out of line. He was out of line uh, with the guy taking the picture with the cam or the the video. Is that what it was at uh, the end of the game? At the or, end of the yeah. game, yeah, he was out of line with that. Um, but the other fan, what did he really say? Did he really say something about his family? He's a competitor. I <laughs> saw you. I saw you uh, swearing and pushing people the second that you walked in the studio. Yeah, this exactly. Morning. I don't think that's exactly. that big of a deal. Uh, no, but he look. He said they wouldn't say that to my face. Well, first of all, what happens if they did? What are you going to do about it? Not that he's not a tough guy. If somebody came up and cursed at you, is Russell Westbrook going to punch him in the face and? risk a lawsuit of millions of dollars because he's going to go broke pretty quick. He's not going to do anything about it because you don't want to get sued. Two, I don't know what the guy said, but I, I seriously doubt it had something to do with his family or, or, or anything like that. But if it did, he had all the right to go off. But you got to let it go. I mean, if he had won that game, I bet you wouldn't have said a damn thing. Of course. And the video guy, I thought he was completely out of bounds. The guy did nothing wrong. He had his arms extended. He was taking the video. And uh, Westbrook lashed back at him. I like Russell, um, but he was out of line here. Yeah, I thought we were going to talk about the game. Oh, um, oh well, yeah. Well, we no. get to the game also, but you didn't. What'd you think about him after the game? I mean, look, I thought he was a little. I th- I thought it was on brand with Westbrook. Like, I wouldn't have. I don't have a problem with it because that's who he is. If you chirp at him, he's going to come back at you. I mean, the, it amazes me, right? Like, and it goes back to kind of what we were talking about Mayfield earlier with the bravado. Everyone, it's amazing how we kind of glorify. A guy like Michael Jordan. Oh, he punched your buddy Steve Kerr. Right, right. Like, oh, it's in practice. That's folklore. That's been living for all these years. Yeah, yeah. So he's this unbelievable competitor, and he's got all these slights, and he punches his teammates. I'm not so sure I think about it like that, but go ahead. I hear what you're saying. But doesn't don't most people though? And so, but now we have these guys do similar stuff in this day and age, and it becomes this big deal. I mean, my whole thing is: look, we all know that the guy in the stands, maybe not this guy in Utah. But there are a lot of people 
that feel like because I paid this much amount for a ticket that I'm allowed to say whatever I want. And look, I think you are allowed to say whatever you want, but that guy's allowed to get mad at anything that you say, tell you to sit down, tell you to shut up, which is what Russell Westbrook did when he was walking out of the arena last night. Yeah, but again, I, I thought he crossed the line, though. Uh, with the, with the video camera guy, that he was with the guy was with his wife or his girlfriend or whoever, and he was just taking a picture. So, um, and I could see the frustration on Westbrook afterwards. By the way, he shot what 40, 43 times. Is that how many times he put it up, Westbrook? He did, but nineteen. He made it. it was like forty three. That's just crazy. But here's my thing. That's insane. So here's my thing. I thought we were going to talk about this game. Yeah. So everyone's crushing Russell Westbrook today. Nineteen for forty three. Seven for nineteen from three. Here's the yeah. thing. First of all, 19 for 43. 18 of 43. Go ahead. 18 of 43. Yeah. So that's roughly 40% shooting. Why aren't people crushing Paul George? Paul no, because he was 2 of 16? Paul, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Paul George is supposed to be the all-star that comes in, and he's the, the right-hand man, and he's robbing the Westbrook's Batman, and he is totally getting a Everyone's crushing Westbrook for how he shot in last night's game. I thought but, his name was Playoff P, by the way. That's what I'm... <laughs> yeah, it's going to be... Uh, yeah, because he likes to watch the playoffs. No Playoff from, P. Yeah. You know, yeah. usually somebody... If, if Russell Westbrook would have said, call me Playoff P, and it ended like this, boy, he'd be taking more flack than he that, is right well, now. Well, that's what I'm saying. I know, I know. I mean, just think about this, and I was thinking about this today. Let's say, in theory, there's a chance the Rockets... Don't win the championship, right? So imagine a, a, a an elimination game where Chris Paul goes for 48 points or whatever, regardless of how he shot, and James Harden goes for five points. Would anyone be blaming Chris Paul for the loss, regardless of how many times he shot? No. No. Then no. Why, why are people blaming Westbrook? It was oh. unbelievable to me, the fact that no one is calling out Paul George, this alleged all-star, this alleged difference maker, five points in a closeout game? Are you kidding me? Especially with two of 16 shooting. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that that that's that's about as bad as it gets. Yeah. The only the only time I've seen somebody shoot worse in a playoff game, I think, was John Starks. Wow, and he was like two of eighteen. So or, if you have yeah. to go that far back, I think I can't remember anybody worse than that. And John Starks was not an All Star supposed. No, he was maker. just like another guy on the team. Well, yeah. a good guy on yeah. the team. Yeah, everyone. I I thought it was so interesting last night. Eighteen for forty three. Everyone's talking about Westbrook, Westbrook, Westbrook. Westbrook shot about 40% from the field. Not great. Too many shots. We get it. But if Paul George had shot 40% instead of shooting 12%, I did the math before I came in, Arnie. Two of 16 is 12%. If Paul George had just made two more shots and shot 25% from the field, they win that game. They lose by five. I just think it's been so unfair how once again, and this happened when KD was there, once again, Westbrook's taking the fall when the team loses. All right, tell everybody the tweet you put out that you got in trouble. Uh, oh. Over, uh, can you over, say can that? You, yeah. yeah, I can say it. All right, go ahead. Oh, so, okay, so it's at Aaron underscore Torres. Of course, you are. I at, love this. At stinking genius one one at stinking genius one, and I encourage people to reach out to us on Twitter. So, so I cover college basketball. Okay? Right. There was a, I don't want to say that. So there was a narrative around draft time last year that Donovan Mitchell, this awesome rookie, right, when he came out. I don't want to say that Rick Pitino, who was his coach at the time, ever actively forced him or tried to force him to come back. But there was a pretty well-known narrative that maybe Rick Pitino wasn't uh, pushing All aboard. Him. All yeah. aboard on him going to the NBA. And so all I said, I didn't think it was going to be that big of a deal. I said, this was on Twitter, at Aaron underscore Taurus, at Stinkit Genius one I said last night, the fact that Rick Pitino thought Donovan Mitchell needed another year of college should be enough for the FBI to relaunch an investigation. <laughs> I thought it was pretty clever. 
There's a lot of people that are mad. Really? You know who loves it, though? The state of Utah. I'm I like huge that. in Utah right now. But, well, Quinn, How good is he? Quinn Sutter, one, he's, he's got the best hair in, in coaching. Uh, yeah. For the most part, too, he's done a phenomenal job. Yeah, he doesn't he get a any phenomenal credit. job. Well, well, think about that team. Half the people don't even know he's coaching Utah. Well, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. Think about that team: Gordon Hayward, an all-star, leaves, and they bring in this rookie. First of all, it's a credit to Donovan Mitchell, but it's also a credit to Quinn Snyder. But I mean, think about that: an all-star leaves, Donovan Mitchell steps in, it basically plays at an all-star level, and they don't miss a beat. Now they're going to the second round, just like last year. I mean, how many teams? lose an all-star and get better. I guess, by the way, Indiana's maybe one of those teams. But as we've established, Paul Paul George, a little bit of a fraud. I'm not going to lie. By the way, I want to apologize uh, uh, for DeSager's updates. Um, I guess he didn't put in there that the Cavs won game seven tomorrow. So Wow. Yeah. No, 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 no. That, that, that should be in the update. That should be in the update. If I, we lose tomorrow, yeah. Arnie... All of Cleveland is it's going to be coming guaranteed. out with their torches and pitchforks. But, but Mike, you know what's good though? He's he's out on Mayfield, which means Mayfield. Yeah. We could just wait, go wait, ahead. Mayfield could be a future legend. You're I right, was going to yeah. say, just get the bus ready and can. It's it's inevitable. Guaranteed, the Cavs win. I want the Sager to give that in the top of the hour update. Cavs win by by ten at least. Uh, anyway, the Sager comes on in next. Uh, we'll talk to him. He's Aaron Torres. I'm Arnie Spanier, right here on Fox Sports Radio. All right, great news, everybody. There's a quick way you can save money. Just switch to Geico. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more in car insurance. He's Aaron Torres. I'm Arnie Spanier. And the guy that said I could stay at his house but doesn't answer the phone when I get into town, it's Steve DeSager. What's going on, DeSager? You don't answer the phone? You say I, I don't, your house? don't recall saying that. Either. Yes, you said I could stay on your couch. What's that, up with that? Don't, don't recall saying that either. Well, I invited myself then. Fine. Or but the so porch. What? I don't recall saying you can stay <laughs> oh, on the porch. You know you missed me, DeSager, for crying out loud. What? You yes, see, Torres, we, everybody everybody we just all. treats me like crap when I get back after two years. I enjoy, I enjoy having you. Yeah, we all miss one. you, Arnie. Yeah, I can yeah. speak for the whole building. Yeah, I'm we sure you do. You. What's going on tonight? That's why there are balloons in the hallway. We've all brought you candy. That was nice of you guys, though. Yes, that was very or nice. Or not. Golden <laughs> State has opened the second round of the playoffs. They've scored 76 points in the first I half. Know, I know. Now, the Pelicans did hit a shot from backcourt at the buzzer, so the halftime lead is a mere 76-55 at the break. <sighs> and this is with Steph Curry still out. He's missed over a month with the sprained MCL, went through shoot-around today, and had a scrimmage already, should return to play on Tuesday, although there could be a minutes restriction game, too. But for Golden State, Draymond Green almost has a triple-double already. Wait, 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 wait. Myers, my producer, Eminem, didn't I want you fired last week for bringing up that the Pelicans could bring up uh, beat Golden State or something like that? Didn't I want that, you fired? That wasn't was my opinion. That, that's been going okay, around. Okay, I knew that. I knew that. Yeah, I wanted you fired for even having suggested that. Yeah, you should have been well, fired. Then who, well, yeah, then who would have let <laughs> yeah. you in here? Yeah, yeah should have fired who, him. Who would have who let you in? Go ahead, just say, he wanted to be the bigger... Last week, I looked like an idiot because <laughs> Myers... Eminem's like, oh, oh, watch out, New Orleans could be Golden State. I look like a moron well, now. Mike, just, it, Mike if, just go ahead and clip off that Baker Mayfield ran at the yeah. top. You'll, that that <laughs> one will be no, the yeah, gift we'll, that we'll keeps look, on giving. Don't worry we'll, about we'll look at that in late, we'll, we'll look at that in five years, Arnie. Yeah, Baker Mayfield's going to be a bust. Yeah, and then they're breaking out statues in Cleveland for him. Don't don't send me topics anymore. Go ahead, DeSager. Go ahead. There you go. They have just called goaltender interference on an apparent overtime game winner at Vegas. It will not count. The hockey playoff game continues. Who had scored? Who had scored? Vegas was seemingly up two games to none. They had scored with about three minutes left in OT. However, 
The goalie was not run over, but certainly run into his skate, and it threw him off kilter, and he missed the save attempt. And so we go back to 3-3, and the game continues, Sharks at Vegas. That's the second time I've seen the uh, goalie interference call in the playoffs. I may, it probably happened more, but the second time I've seen In it. these playoffs you're talking about? Yeah. Not yeah. in your whole no, life. No, not in my of... whole life. No, not in my <laughs> – my kid's goal, he'll never get a call like that. Never. By the way, the Buffalo Sabres won the draft lottery tonight, oh. so – there's some congratulations what? from your neck of the woods. What's oh, it? that's a horrible call. He did touch the goalie, Vegas. Oh, that is Coming a out horrible from behind the net. call. It spun Mr. the goalie Hutt. a little bit. Oh, jeez. Hucks over here yeah. just calling it out. What, what, is, what number is it in the rule book? Like, I don't know the rule 40, book, but they should rewrite I, it if I, that's a penalty. I don't know the rule book, yeah. but they're wrong. Okay. They're wrong. Jeez. Arnie Spanier. Don't like that. We've got a lot of NFL news to get to. Let me quickly get to the two baseball games in progress. Yep. FS1 had a couple of games today. The one they're showing now from Anaheim, it's bottom of the eighth. Yankees 11-1 over the Angels. Jeez. Earlier, the best team in the National League won again. On FS1, it was Arizona in 10 innings, winning 4-3 at Washington on a bases-loaded walk. You know, the Arizona Diamondbacks have won each of their first nine series to start a season. First National League team to do that since 1907. Get out of here. You could win a bet saying the Arizona Diamondbacks are, through one month, the best team in the National League. Boston the lost way, at home. They have same I, record, 19-7. and seven. All I was going to say... Big Arizona Diamondback moment in my life. Randy Johnson walked into the Starbucks I was in. Oh. Like, it was unbelievable. It'd be hard to miss. Did out you... of the corner of my eye, I was like, that guy's tall. <laughs> oh, my God, that's Randy Johnson. Did you say anything to him? I, he doesn't seem like you got to of... heckle him at that point. Heckle him? He yes. was like my favorite player. Oh. He was not a big talker. Yeah. No, I mean, you yeah. would talk to him big after unit. a game, and he would almost be like, you know, maybe I mean, it was he cold. Sho- he was shivering, but he just, you know, the sentences were short, and... Shoved it was odd. In New York. As dominant as he was on the mound, it was a different type of conversation. I, wait, I walked into Westwood, uh, this was years ago, and there was one person sitting in the fat burger, and I go, Dave Winfield? And I just, I just, it was only me and him, and I grabbed my food and sat at his booth without him asking me and ate with him. How about that? Now stalker! That, stalker! Yeah. <laughs> that part doesn't surprise That's me. That's why he wasn't allowed in California for two years. You know, That's ages what... ago, but we got NFL draft this week. Right before the draft, you remember when UCLA wide receiver J.J. Stokes was a first rounder? Yeah, yeah. He was about to be taken. I'm walking through Westwood, and there he is with a date going to a pizza place. I'm going to the pizza place. So I pass him, and then I walk up the stairs. Who else do I pass? Neil Simon. Oh! Like this greatest playwright in American history. Wow. Maybe, you know, it's just, it happens all yeah. the time. In I LA. wouldn't have recognized him for Anyway, anything. the draft ended for the NFL today. Alabama running back Bo Scarborough taken in the final round, seventh round by Dallas. So Alabama Good leads pick. all schools with 12 selections. That's its most in the common era, basically the Super Bowl era. It's an SEC record, 12 selections from one school. The modern record, apparently still Ohio State with 14 in 2004. The Texas Longhorns had 17 draft choices wow. in 1984, but back then it was 11 rounds. Yeah. New England did take a quarterback today. It was in the final round. LSU's Danny Etling. And yes, Central Florida Shaquem Griffin, linebacker, taken in the fifth round today by Pete Carroll's Seattle Seahawks. All right. Thanks a lot, Steve DeSager. Good to see you again. I'm going to be staying on your couch tonight. Leave the door unlocked. So. I don't <laughs> think don't that last part will right? yeah. <laughs> Come on. All right. Uh, the game's still going on 121 left in overtime san jose and the vegas all tied at three so we'll keep you updated we'll get you back hour two right here he's aaron torres i'm arnie spanier this is fox sports radio
Oh, stop it. All right. Good evening, everyone. Aaron Torres, Arnie Spanier. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Did you know that 15 minutes could save you 15% or more in car insurance? What do you got to do? Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. Both of us out here in Los Angeles. I'm starting to think that maybe the show's better when I don't have to look at the crew on the other side of the glass, Aaron. I'm, I'm not liking that. You know what I mean? See, I think our chemistry, you and I, yeah. is better than it's ever been. It, it, well, it's easier to do it when we're both in the same studio. I know. But, but I don't like to look at Raider Ryan. He's aged so much, it's scary. My name is Papa Bear. And it and does scare me. You look like... like don't, like don't even say it. Evil supervillain. Yeah. Like a bloated Lex Luthor. <laughs> <laughs> Why do I got to be bloated? Why do I got to eat... Well, I do eat salt sandwiches. So I, you know, I was playing basketball out at Venice. Funny I story. And I didn't like the two guys I was playing against. You know, yeah. they were you know, big talkers, and they were getting, like, real Unlike rough. you, of course. Yeah. They were a lot younger than I was. I'm a big talker, too. Yes, I understand that. And I started talking smack to them, and I threw a couple of elbows. They were pushing me around. Um, and after we all got frustrated with each other, Turns out that we work with them. They work over at Fox Sports 1. Wow. Yeah. Now, what, see, this is why you're not yeah. welcome in this state, well, man. What, what is the guy, I told you, one guy that played ball, um, played four years of uh, football at Notre Dame and won yes. at Ball State. So what's his name? His name's Brandon. He is uh, the Brandon. co-host of Joy Taylor's podcast. Yes, that's right. He's horrible at basketball. Wow. Absolutely horrible. So he should never play again. Um, but he was trying. To, he was getting physical with me, Ooh. and he was playing with another guy that works at Fox Sports One, who was pretty good. Uh, went to Arizona State and was hitting threes. So um, we lost. Unlike but, the guys, but I mean, that teaches you a lesson not to talk smack because you could be playing against your boss or something like that. You never know. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, you talk smack in front of my face. You didn't yeah. know I was my I, coworker. I didn't even know that was you. I it's, thought I, when you came just, in and gave me all gushing, up, you're just I, gushing to Ephraim about what a great yeah. host he is. Oh, they, I lied about that. Well, yeah. I, I, Ephraim is a great host, yeah. but, it, but but right in front of me, I, I hope you don't. I hope you don't like just flirt with other women I, in front of your wife like that, because that's kind of what I felt like when you gave me a hug. Hello, I didn't know who you were. I thought you were just like another uh, producer, like no. Gavin. I didn't even recognize uh, Eric Roberts, my Sunday producer. I go, "Who are you?" He goes, "I'm your Sunday producer." So maybe this is a voice. you problem. The, the no, I never. Been, I haven't been back here in two years. I mean, you could have done a Google search. You yeah, I could have done that. You know, Facebook, uh, I don't know, Instagram, whatever the kids yeah. are using. I mean, you could have done a little homework. I knew you when I walked in. Look, the crew. You, you, you have a face that's kind of unforgettable. Yeah, that's true. See, now, you're you're a good-looking guy, but our, our crew, they're ugly. I hate wow. to say that, but they're not they're not a good-looking crew. Give me a no, break. No, you're not good-looking. You, I am a sexy you're, man. You're not good-looking. Oh, please. I am a Sorry. stud compared to you, Spaniard. Wow. Obviously, I want to see what mirror you're looking in, that's for sure. A power hour of the show. We got a lot to get to. Um, you know, just finishing up the draft. We'll just put an end to this. I love that. Um, and I know you talked. Yeah, you, you obviously love Baker Mayfield. You think this is what pulls the Browns out of uh, 0-16 and on the way to the playoffs, right? They will not go 0-16 next year. You well, got my word. You. Yes, thank you for you that. You got my word. Thank you, Brian Seib, for that one. Um, yeah, but, you know, this is – we joke around, but it, the playoffs is the next goal here. I know you got to win one game and then the playoffs, but that's what you took a quarterback number one overall for, for this point. Yeah, I don't disagree. I mean, I just don't I, – I think, you know, obviously I, I, I would guess the playoffs are still a little bit away. Um, I, you know, look, by the way, one thing with the Browns, yeah. forget Mayfield for a second. How about passing on Bradley Chubb at four? Yeah. You can have those bookend defensive ends. I mean, you look at what a great defensive line can do for a team, even if the quarterback play isn't great. Look at Jacksonville this year. They could have had 
Jacksonville 2.0, regardless of whether you believe Mayfield was a guy. That was my bigger thing. Why do you pass on Bradley Chubb as opposed to uh, as opposed to taking Denzel Ward at number four? That was my bigger beef with with what. The and Browns I could did. see that, yeah. No, and I could see that also. A lot of people, well, look, a lot of people like Baker Mayfield. I thought the Browns would be taking more grief. Over the draft. I, I know they've taken a little bit, but not as much as I thought. See, I, I feel like it's the exact opposite. And we had Jordan Schultz from Yahoo on an hour number one. And that's what I said to him. is I, I, I feel like people are acting as though Baker Mayfield was a second round pick that they took. Like, I saw so much. How can you take How can you take this guy at one over? He was going number three to the Jets. How bad can he be? If he Any of well, I'm, I'm sorry. Look, when I interrupt you, don't stop talking. Just tell me to shut up and, and, and just yell back at me. I got to elbow you like yeah. the guys on the basketball. How many of this is a, as a uh, like a red flag for you? And, and being serious, don't tell me everything's not a red flag. But um, the crotch grabbing is not a red Nothing. flag. Nothing. That's competitiveness. It, the flag, the uh, at the Ohio State fifty yard line, is that uh, a flag for you or no? No, it's awesome. I want my I want my quarterback to want to rip your heart out. What's being a, drunk and running from the uh, from the police? I saw you do it last night in, in Westwood. I have no yeah. problem with it. So. <laughs> that that's the only sketchy thing. But who hasn't run from the police when you've been in college? You know I, I'm just is? saying. All I'm saying is, and this is something. Last week, if you remember, we had on Benjamin Albright, I believe was his name from the uh, the NFL draft expert, and I said. You know, the comparisons to Manziel were so unfair because Manziel had so many incidents, uh, so many public things. Mayfield is a competitive lunatic. He's a winner. He had one bad night. I've never liked these comparisons to Johnny Manziel, who very clearly, and it's no joke, but very clearly had substance abuse issues. Actually, that's, a, that, that's obscene to, be, to, to compare that. And then, as you said, you're comparing a guy um, – because he's, uh, what, the bravado or the talk or yep. whether you agree with it or not, comparing to a guy that has a substance abuse problem, I, I, I don't see the correlation there. You know? and, and, yeah, and if you want to talk about the on-the-field stuff, whatever, I don't have a problem with it. It's kind of what we were talking about earlier with Michael Jordan. Oh, Michael Jordan punched guys in faces. That's awesome. Well, why isn't it awesome when Baker Mayfield plants a flag? The only thing I didn't like about Baker Mayfield was when he kept apologizing for stuff. Right, so right. Somebody wants to talk smack to you, grab your junk. That's what I do when I disagree. I'm, no, I'm kidding. But but you know what I mean, though? <laughs> <laughs> but, mm, I, that, Arnie. I think Baker Mayfield landed in the best spot, though. I don't think it would have been good a uh, good market for him to land in New York to play with the Jets. I, I I guess Arizona would have been okay, and I'm not sure he would have liked Buffalo. I think it, it actually worked out. Like well, I, I used to live there, so my wife's from Buffalo. Don't, don't get me started. Don't get me started. But I, I, I think that he landed in a pretty good spot, and I, I think he's going to be obviously happy about it. I do, too. We talked about uh, landing spots earlier. I love Rosen in Arizona. I personally, I'm not sold on Darnold in New York because I think that they're going to have no choice but to play him right away. The other thing, too, with Darnold in New York, that was the guy, remember before the season when we were talking the Jets, like, this is going to be a historically terrible team. They're tanking for Darnold. So they got the guy that they wanted from the beginning. I do think it puts added pressure. I know they have Josh McCown, but I do think it puts added pressure to play him. I just, frankly, don't think he's ready to play that's the one out of all four. I think Darnold probably has the most upside, but I think I'm more concerned about that fit than any of the four quarterbacks that went top ten. I, I thought the Giants made a mistake. Not that I don't like Saquon Barkley because I love him. Um, I thought they made a mistake because I figured somebody was going to say, like Buffalo or like Arizona or maybe New England, say, hey, take both of, both of our first-round picks. Um, as in uh, Buffalo's case, uh, take both of our second-round picks and, you know— uh, 
and let's work from there. I would have said, okay, two first-round picks, two second-round picks. Let's get this done. But I don't think anybody offered that much for the second pick overall uh, to get one of those quarterbacks. Let me ask you this. You're yeah. a Giants guy. Yeah. I tr- Look, I watched those games. They were bad last year, right? I don't think they're that far off from being competitive next year. I well, think- I, I'll give you the stat. If you look this up, um, I don't know how many years in a row. It's, it's like 15 out of 17 years a team has gone from worst to first in one of the divisions at least once every year. Well, and I was going to say, they kind of remind me of the Rams last year. So two years ago. Right. The Rams have this terrible coach. They get rid of him. They bring in a new guy. Obviously, McVay, a little bit of a different background than the new Giants coach. But like the point I'm trying to make is the Rams flipped it overnight with basically the same pieces. They add one offensive lineman. Gurley's the, Gurley's still there. Well, uh, a quarterback. Uh, you know, golf <laughs> is still there. But that's what I'm saying, though, yeah. is that you get Ob- you know Odell Beckham healthy. You got this new offensive lineman that Jordan Schultz told us doesn't like people, which is the best way that I've ever heard put to describe a mean, nasty offensive lineman. You shore up that offensive line a little bit. I just don't feel like if you keep everybody healthy, including Odell Beckham, that they're that far away from Yeah, I'm trading Odell Beckham. To who? Yeah, whoever wants him. And I'm sure there's a lot of people that want him. I'm not going to pay him 20-plus million dollars a year for how many years? Probably five years plus a bonus. That's just not going to happen for his attitude. I'm not going to go ahead and cripple my team. So if he gets hurt or he gives me an attitude or he's having a bad year that the whole team's done. Look, he's exciting, but... I'm not giving you that type of money. You, he wants more than Antonio Brown. I'm not going to give it to you. you. Get that somewhere else. I, I wish they would have traded him in this draft and the Giants would have stocked on up, but uh, that didn't happen. You could have got a king's ransom for somebody like him. Well, yeah, but to the broader point, though, don't you feel like, and you're a Giants guy, Like I don't feel like they're that far off. Now, the division is tough. Obviously, Philly coming off the Super Bowl win. Dallas will probably be better than they were right, last year. Right, right. And uh, Washington, you never know. Man, we. I mean, you do kind of know with Washington, don't you? I mean... I know they got it. Kirk Cousins is out. Alex Smith is in. But I don't know. I just don't feel like they're that far off. Like when I watched them last year, I mean, they quit on McAdoo, obviously. I just don't think that they're that far off. So because of that, I don't feel like Saquon was a terrible pick. Not the pick that I would have made personally. But I don't know. Could you have a new coach GM and pick it up like that? Snap your fingers and not miss a beat? Everything's going to be okay? That's basically you know? what happened with the Rams. I mean, McVay came in. He had the same quarterback, same running back, most of the same defense. That's true. And that's that's the analogy that I use. Yeah. It can be done. No, that's for sure. It can be done. I don't have a lot of faith. Um, they did not assure uh, uh, up uh, the offensive line with what Nate Solder from New England. Yeah. So I thought that was a good pickup there. Um, of course, New England had to make the trading uh, with San Francisco and get the replacement for him. So they had, to, and then plus they took a offensive lineman. I believe with the first win. I believe with Georgia. Yeah. So they had to take two picks just to replace Solder with the, the uh, Giants. After all that was said and done. The Patriots, by the way, they had about a million picks. Took Danny Etling from LSU. He was a quarterback. I, I, I haven't bothered to look up the stats. because I said they were going to take a quarterback on my local show up there. I said the Patriots will take I thought it was going to be earlier. I didn't think they'd wait so long. What What happened with Danny Etling? He's not really a quarterback. You could throw a tighter spiral than this guy. You know, I thought they were going to take the kid from Virginia. I don't remember his name. I, was he drafted? I don't even remember. Richmond, the kid from Richmond? No, the, the, he was the one that was drafted early. I'm yeah. talking about the kid from Virginia. I don't, the, he, I don't even know if he was drafted. I like him. I forget his name off the Burke. The, the, I can't remember. The one name to remember with the Patriots, Braxton Berrios, the kid from Miami. Yeah. Like 5'9 slot receiver, just fits the bill of guys that come into New England and just tear it up. He's great. He's going to uh, be awesome. I love the, uh, you ever read, a, what was it, Freezing Cold Takes or whatever? Oh, sure. I've been featured there many times. I like the one that uh, they put up of Mel Kuyper from eight years ago. What'd he say? That said he would quit in eight years if... Um, 
I forget who was the Notre Dame quarterback. It wasn't Ron Paulson. It was another quarterback. He said, if this quarterback's not great. Brady uh, Quinn? No, no, guy? no, no. It was another one. Uh, that yeah. turned into a nothing, uh, like a zero. Uh, barely, barely in the NFL. Do you know who it is, Myers? Do you know who it was? Way to go. Don't answer me now. That I'm, I'm putting you on the spot. I, I, I think it's Jimmy Clausen. That's, that's it. It's Jimmy, Jimmy Clausen. He said, if Jimmy Clausen isn't the greatest thing ever, in eight years I will retire. And this has been the eighth year. Didn't he end up being Cam Newton's backup? Yeah. So, yeah I, he I think, did. He yeah. got drafted by Carolina. Yeah. I thought he worked at the Olive Garden. No, I, I, that's, that's right. Now he did. I, thought, <laughs> no, I, I, I remember he was like a hot shot prospect out here in he, L.A. He and took like a it, limo to his commitment ceremony, remember? <laughs> and every, everyone, he was, yeah, he was the chosen one. Chose Notre Dame over USC when yeah. USC had it rolling with Pete Carroll. Rolled up to his commitment in a limo. And then he was kind of a black guy. He was the guy that got, well, Char- Charlie Weiss got fired his last, uh, yeah. Jimmy Clausen's last year. Well, he said that he would retire if Jimmy Clausen wasn't the real deal. I'm, I'll leave that open to interpretation. I, mean, I was going to yes. say, it depends on what your yeah, definition yeah, well, of is, is, if you will. Uh, guaranteed LeBron and the Cavs win game seven. We'll discuss that next right here on Fox Sports Radio. Damn, the Sharks just won 4-3 in over, uh, double overtime. Huh? Yeah! Oh, stop it. Stop it. Just jump it on the bandwagon. By the way, what does it mean when Geico says just 15 minutes could save you 15% or more in car insurance? What does that mean? It means you probably should have gone to Geico.com 15 minutes ago. He's Aaron Torres. I'm Arnie Spanier. The rest of the crew jumping on the bandwagon on whoever wins. What? Everybody, you're, what, you're jumping on Golden State's bandwagon no, tonight, I'm not. I'm oh, a yes, Clippers stop fan. it. Stop it. I'm from San Jose. I'm oh. a Sharks fan. Yeah, I'm from San Jose, too. No, okay. you're not. Yes, I am. I don't know exactly where you're from, uh, but, uh, but yeah. unfortunately, I can't say it on the wow. radio. Wow. Wow. There's some tension I've noticed between the two of you. Yeah. Well, I, I that's what happens. This like is why you. I don't come in. This is why there was a two-year ban on me coming back to Los Angeles. This is why the bosses insisted that I do the show from Vermont. Wow. So I'm, I'm close. As exile, huh? Yeah. Basically well, Serbia, basically. If the Expos ever came back, I'm there to cover it. Did I say Serbia? I meant Siberia. Yeah. <laughs> Geography, not my, my strong suit. And I just played along with it because I, I don't have a clue. Um, I want to apologize uh, on behalf of Steve DeSager, who uh, I hate uh, correcting Steve DeSager, but he didn't give a score at the top of the hour update. Screwed that up. Cavaliers uh, have won game seven. Stop it, Arnie. Stop when, it. When is that game? 10 a.m. Pacific? I love that the games are in the morning. 10 a.m. Pacific Sunday. Um, but the final is in already. So, DeSager, give out the score, please. Uh, final, Cavaliers 103-96. We deal with facts here at the No, stop set. it. You know, I spoke to the boss about you. He would love if you took a little initiative and put the score ahead of time. You know that, don't you? He would I'm love not, it. I'm not sure he knows this show is even on the air. Well, You're still here. Well, I called him up. He didn't know who I was. Exactly. You are fake news. He's like, who are you? I'm you like, talked forget it. last hour, was it, that this producer of yours ought to be fired because yeah. uh, he yeah. didn't have the prediction? Yeah. Well, yeah. You're still here. Yeah, exactly. You're, you're, spew- you're spewing what could be the end of the Cavs season. And if it is, you truly are, Arnie, the kiss of death it's, to all of listen Cleveland. To listen to me. They're not losing. LeBron's not going to let it happen. You're the kiss here's of the death. Thing. You've had like one good pick in like the last year. Here, here's my thing. Do you think LeBron really cares at this point? I think he's yes, out on Yes. I think he hates everyone on that team. And if, if I was with a bunch of losers like he is. That you wouldn't care as much. I, I think he's just like. I hate the like J.R. Smith. All you have to do is hit open threes, and he can't do it. Kevin Love. What has Kevin Love done in this series? I think LeBron's just like I don't really care if I like oh. my, like my legacy is not impacted if we lose. I've been awesome. Do you know why he cares and cares a lot? 
One, he picked up a technical foul by pushing, uh, was it Lance Stevenson uh, yesterday? Because Lance Stevenson's getting his head. Well, but he just pushed him for no reason. So, you know, if two, he split his head wide open. So, you know, he's, he's mad about that also, and he wants to get revenge. And he didn't like being shown up by Stevenson and, uh, and uh, Oladipo. With the with the little move, you know, with the after they make the bucket, they do the guitar thing or whatever so, they're doing. So, what was the final funny? Score? I didn't see Oladipo doing that when he was getting clobbered in game uh, in game five. five. Yeah. So let me ask you. You said final score was it one one hundred three ninety six? Cavs win it. So LeBron with forty four points. I was going to say, is LeBron going to score sixty or sixty five? Because you know what, I said forty four. Yeah. Make it forty five, forty six, seven. Same, 48. Same as Westbrook. 48 points for LeBron. Hopefully whoever's LeBron's second best player goes for more than two for 16 like Paul George did. What a bum Paul George is, by the way. Um, yeah, he's not getting enough grief on that. On, I agree. On, on him losing and backing up there. But I, I do not see the Cavaliers losing under any circumstance I on mean, Sunday. Zero whatsoever. I mean, they could have lost game five. Why do you keep playing that? I, they're not going to lose. Because you're the kiss of death. I'm not the kiss of death. They, they, they're not going to lose. I promise you that. Knowing, 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 knowing the track record of Cleveland, all we need is some sort of jinx from you. That's all we need. Oh, yeah, because it takes a jinx from me. Yeah. It, they, it went, a... they, they went 52 years without a title. I was going to say. That, yeah, now you're going to put the hex I, on I, them again. Yeah. I love this idea they can't lose. In the three games they've won this series, yeah. 197, three points. 104, 100, right. four points. Right, right. And then game five, 98-95, when, when LeBron hit the three at the buzzer. Yeah. Well, I only got it seven. What? I only have it by seven, 103 They haven't won a game by more than four. Yeah. I, I just, uh, this idea that the, it's such a done deal that, I mean, you're already, you know, you already, you already well, bought what your it, because, tickets for the second round. Oh, because it's a game seven. LeBron averages, what, the second most points in game seven situations if you played at least two. I expect him to go off. Like I said, they split his head open. You know he's upset about that. And they got clobbered. They got clobbered in Game Six. I mean, they got beat down. I think he's you getting thoroughly embarrassed by by this series. To be honest with you, you know why they got beat down? They don't have any good players. Besides yeah, them. but you said that it's not going to hurt his legacy, and that he really might not care. I completely disagree. Ooh. I think I think it's going to hurt his legacy if he doesn't get out of the first round. People are going to say, okay, he's on the downside. Um, you know, maybe we don't want him in Los Angeles, or we don't want him in Philadelphia. He's lost his. He's not the the, the face of the NBA anymore. Hey, what did uh, what did Kobe do in his last playoffs? Exactly. I don't remember when the hell was his last playoffs. Yeah, bingo. But he still had sixty against Utah. I remember that though. Of course. Yeah. You think LeBron can't go for sixty again if he wants to? You mean uh, tomorrow? Ever? Yeah. Nobody's gonna remember. What if he gets eliminated in the first round? Yeah. Oh. By the way, Kobe got eliminated in the first round as last. You know. Well, how did people know that he never lost the first round game until they asked him about it after the first game? It was like, oh, you know, you never lied. He's like, oh, I never did. I mean, they. It was like a big thing, and that was just one loss. Can you imagine? I mean, look, if he loses this, the rumors start right off the bat. Oh. Are you going to L.A.? Are you going to Philadelphia? Are you staying in Cleveland? Which I, he's not going to stay in Cleveland. I don't, I don't think the rumors are going to start. I think they've long they've already. Yeah, no, you're right about that. It's a sinking ship, and I think you realize it. By the way, sinking ship in large part due to LeBron. I mean, Kyrie left because he was like, I'm tired of not knowing year to year. Yeah, but we didn't know that. Knew what, know what? That he was so unhappy, Kyrie. Did you? But I'm saying, like, like it's clear that that was part of it. Was right, he was just right. Like, he's just like, I'm not going to sit here in a year, get burned. But Tristan Thompson, wildly overpaid. J.R. Smith. Well, whose fault was that? That was, that was uh, LeBron's that's fault. That's, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Part yeah. of this, it's a sinking ship, but part of it is his fault. What that's about a- the money the Lakers gave? Uh, what's his face? 
Kobe? Well, no, the former Cavalier Popoff or whatever his name. I can't remember his name. The big man. Moscow. Oh, Moscow. Pop off. That's I, I know that. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I think you had a little bit too much of that before you came into yeah. studio today. No, even, well, that's wasted money, huh? I mean, if you took all the wasted millions of dollars on contracts in the NBA, you could buy like two teams worth. I was going to say, you could buy your own country. Oh, with, it, with it's horrible. You know what else is bad? These uh, college football coaching buyouts. Guys getting paid $10 million to not coach. Insane. Yeah, that's like your yeah. salary. Like you know, you don't yeah. show up on a Saturday. You just right here on Fox up. Sports Radio. But uh, you you uh, you see the Cavaliers uh, in iffy game as all the other games were closed. Is that what you're telling me? I think, I think they can lose. I really think they're going to lose. I I don't. I I've seen nothing from them that makes me. And the problem is, even the games that do you want won, them to lose? No, but even the game. No, I love LeBron. I'm Team LeBron. Okay, well, I mean, there's people that are anti-LeBron or no. Team LeBron. I'm Team LeBron, but there's people that want them to lose tomorrow. No, no. I just think you look at even the games that they won. Um, they were up big, and Indiana came roaring back in the, the game. Whatever it was, uh, when they won game. They obviously won game five and game two. Mm-hmm. Both of those games, they blew massive leads and easily could have lost those games. Right. I just think that if you look at the totality of this series, Indiana's been the better team, regardless of the fact that Cleveland has by far the best player in this series. As great as LeBron is, I just don't think that there's enough around him. I think you're going to get the best from both teams. And i got to be honest, I think Indiana's best is better than Cleveland. America uh, rooting for LeBron to win? or, or uh, I think so, because they, they know he's with well, a bunch of Well, two losers. years ago, they weren't rooting for LeBron when he was uh, when he was in Miami or a couple years well, before that. Yeah, they weren't rooting for him then, that's for sure. Two years ago when Steph Curry was throwing mouth guards and Draymond was kicking well, they everybody weren't, yeah, you know where. Yeah, yeah, they weren't rooting for Golden State, they that's for sure. For no, no, yeah, yeah I, I think it, the narrative has flipped, and I also just think, and I, I hate to keep saying it, I think they know he's with a bunch of scrubs, you know? He's carrying the ship. Kind of like maybe so you think if he comes to L.A., they'll win a championship then because they got a lot more uh, uh, pieces around them then? I mean, I— Well, come I don't on, don't back off now. You're, you're like, they don't have anybody in Cleveland. They, they've got people in L.A. And plus, you know they'll get one extra if LeBron yeah. comes. I don't, well, I don't know if it's Paul playoff George, P or that, whoever. That's my problem. Yeah. I, I've been crushing Paul George for the last two hours, so I don't know how much that helps. Maybe, you know, maybe he'll be a good player off the bench. Well, you're not going to rip him just on one game, though, one horrible game. No, I, I do think it's very bizarre to me that everyone is just— crushing Russell Westbrook when the quote-unquote other also we haven't even talked about Carmelo that knucklehead but uh crushing what Russell Westbrook for shooting 43 times Paul George two for 16 from the field all he has to do shoot you know make four out of 16 shots there's a game seven with Utah tomorrow all right, I'll tell you what we'll, we'll get into Russell Westbrook we'll talk about the futures of Paul George and Carmelo Anthony maybe get a little bit into the Celtics uh who won a game seven which nobody's talking about but if Larry Bird was playing back in the day and they won a Game 7, that's all we'd be talking about. So all that coming up next, the Sager sneaking on in here. Are you going to give the Cavaliers score to Sager or not? Are you going to give it or what? I hate to break it to you. There yeah. is no Cavs score from tomorrow's game yet. Do yes, I have- 103.96. That's this show in a nutshell that I actually have to say that sentence out loud. No, 103.96 okay, yeah. final. Look that up, Aaron. Oh. Look that up, would you please? I'm sure it's in the I Almanac just Googled already. It. Yeah. I can't find it anymore. By Sorry. the way, I forgot to mention last hour, you were talking about awful performances and getting eliminated from the NBA playoffs. You brought up rightly John Starks when the Knicks lost game seven of the finals back in the 90s i looked it up he from three-point range was 0 for 11 that night oh. two of 18 overall oh. but also two of 18 i told you huh hall of famer dennis johnson early in his career lost a game seven of the finals with seattle 1978 
and was 0 for 14. Wow, from the you mean floor. with Jack Sigma and the guys? Yes, lost yeah. to the Washington Bullets back but, then. But if you got to go back that far, that shows <laughs> just how bad Paul George was last night. Yeah, wow. and these were game sevens we just uh, mentioned. But this Warriors team starting the second round tonight, they're already over 100 points in three quarters. It's 103 74 against the Pelicans. End of three. This is the opener of the best of seven second round series. We'll get to Boston ending the first rounder in just a moment. But the Warriors already have a triple-double from Draymond Green. Kevin Durant, 26 points. Klay Thompson, 21 in three quarters. Steph Curry still out, but should return to play on Tuesday. Boston ended its first rounder with a Game 7 win at home, eliminating Milwaukee 112-96. to Terry Rozier, 26 points, 9 assists. From three-point range, he was 5 for 8. Jalen Brown did leave with a hamstring injury. Utah guard Ricky Rubio could miss a week or more with a hamstring injury. NHL playoffs, Vegas scored, or at least it thought it had, to go up two games to none late in the first overtime. Overturned after review. San Jose in the second overtime wins game two of their second rounder tonight. 4-3 at Vegas. Boston opened its series with a 6-2 win at Tampa Bay. Pittsburgh's Evgeny Malkin, a game-time decision for tomorrow at Washington. Fox TV with NASCAR's 500 at Talladega tomorrow, 2 p.m. Eastern time. Kevin Harvick earned the pole for that race. And in the late MLB game, they're finishing a long day at San Francisco. A doubleheader. They had a rain out, one of many in baseball early season. But the Dodgers made it up today with a 15-6 win at San Francisco. In fact, Pablo Sandoval pitched a perfect ninth inning for the Giants to finish that one up. And then uh, the Giants now are still playing the uh, nightcap. In fact, it's only bottom of the seventh here wow. after 9 30 Pacific time, 4-3 Giants leading the Dodgers, oh my Dodgers in the seventh. Stop that. The Yankees won their Stop eighth it! straight. San Diego and Houston with easy wins. Back to you. Oh, I love it. We're coming to you live in the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. By the way, it's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Just go to geico.com or give them a call, 1-800-947-AUTO. Remember, the only hard part figuring out which way is easier. Uh, of course, our producer, uh, Mike Myers, we call him Eminem. Last week on the air, I wanted him fired um, because he one of his topics that he sent us was, you got to talk about the Pelicans. I never said you got to talk about Bringing it. They could beat the Golden State Warriors. I never said they could beat the Golden you State did, Warriors. I, did, I, posed, I have, I I have po- the topics from last week. I posed the question. No, you posed they, nothing. I posed a question. Can they pose a threat to I, the Warriors the fact- based off the fact that they had just swept a team that... 95% of the country I, had beating them, just and they the beat fact, them badly. Just the fact that you posed the question and they're losing 103.75. You sh- hate the you Warriors. You should be fired, and I'll be speaking to the boss about that. I promise you And that. I'm sure they'll the, hang up the phone call the second that oh, they're your number. I'll walk in the office. The, Who's the, had a phone call? The, the boss doesn't know who you are. No, I know that. That's Maybe a, I'll have to say That's why they exiled you here for two years. <laughs> they were like, yeah, they don't, want, they don't want you here, so you, they probably forgot you, what you look you like. You should be fired. And I said this last week, I, Aaron, I said on the air, he should be fired for bringing that up. It's stupidity, and look what's going on. I, I'm They're surprised you haven't put your job on the line with this whole Cavs thing, because yeah. if they lose, man, your whole reputation's I, on, the, the, on the line. I man. did last week. I told you, I go if Golden, I go, if Golden State loses to uh, the Pelicans, I'll quit my job. Right? Did I not say that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And the last time you did that, you escaped by the skin of your teeth, well, man. <laughs> I won't, won't be escaping on the skin of my teeth now. So uh, Golden State up uh, 103.75. And, of course, no Steph Curry. This is a beatdown. I'm surprised it's, it's only 28. It's not as close as the score indicates, okay? I, I, I just wanted to go in and, and throw that out there. Um, also, real quick, the Celts win a game seven. 
How come nobody's talking about that? Is it because the Celtics have so many injuries that they don't, people don't think they're going to get by Philadelphia? I think that that's going to be a phenomenal series. People are underestimating the Celtics right now. I was going to say, are you ready to put your job on the line? No, you, not for you, that one. Yeah, not for that one. Boston will be Philly, even though Philly's going to have by far the two best players in that series. I mean, I I, I got to be honest. I, I know you love Brad Stevens. I know you're the president you don't of the like, fan club. You don't like Brad Stevens? I love Brad Stevens. Not as much as my boy Quinn Snyder. But, right. You know, uh, you know, but... I don't know. Two best players in the series: Joel Embiid, Ben Simmons. Boston doesn't have. Yeah, if Boston had uh, Kyrie and Hayward, yeah. I would. I may be picking them to win the NBA championship. Yeah, and if I was six yeah. seven, well, no, I'd but be they have. The they, NBA. But yeah. they have those guys. <laughs> those guys are actually on the team. They're just hurt. So I know. It's not like you know they got to dig them up from somewhere. They're they're actually on the team. But you know, you were talking about Russell Westbrook earlier, uh, but. You brought up the point that Paul George should be getting a lot of the grief. He was, what, 2 of 18? 2 that, of 16. 2 of 16 shooting. Do you not like him anymore? And what about Carmelo? Because you, you've seen you really soured on Carmelo. A lot of people have soured on Carmelo way before today. But I, I still think he's a good role player, but he doesn't know what the word role player means, I well, guess. Well, I was huh? going to say, I think he could be a great role player. The problem is, you know who doesn't? You know the only person that doesn't think Carmelo Anthony is a role player? It's Car- Carmelo, is, uh, Carmelo Anthony. Anthony. That. Remember when? Remember when he was laughing at the beginning of the year when yes. they asked him about coming off the bench? Yes, of course I remember. Yeah. yeah. Well, here's the thing, and I will I will say this for Carmelo, he's got a chance to quite literally put his money where his mouth is because he is owed twenty eight million dollars next year, right? And he can opt out of that contract <laughs> to go wherever he wants. What would he get well, the, the the two million dollar exemption or what? Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Go to Sacramento. Get your 30 shots a game. And if he does that, you know what? I would actually have some respect for Carmelo Anthony. But if you're going to take that $28 million, your behind is coming off the bench because you are he's washed up. I hate to say it. Yeah. I was watching that. It was, I think, game four. Not the game where they had the big comeback, but the game before that. It's like, man, this guy's washed up. I feel bad. Is he the most out of touch with reality superstar that we've had? I can't think In of In a long time. I mean, you think about, I was telling you this before the show, we crush Chris Paul because he's never made it past the second round of the playoffs. Right. Carmelo's made it past the second round once, hasn't made the playoffs. This was the first time in five years. Um, it, New York went, got worse and worse and worse every year that he was there. You know, they, they were good for the first year or two, right? and it was all down. But you're not sour on Paul George just because he went two for 16, and I know that's a bad game. That game aside... No. Are you telling me that if you're a GM, you don't want any part of this guy? And no. you might very well wait. You might very well say that because you don't want to give him a big time contract. Yeah. You know how many big time contracts can you have on one team? No, I I, I was being a little facetious with right. Paul George earlier, um, but I just think that your broad. I, my bigger problem was everyone's crushing crushing Russell Westbrook right. because he took forty three shots. But you're brought in Paul George as an all star. As supposedly the guy that's going to put this team over the top. I mean, at least Carmelo Anthony, he's like 33 years old. I mean, he's obviously on the backside, the the tail end of his career. Paul George, you're supposed to be in your prime. You're supposed to be playing for a big contract. Two of 16 from the field, Arnie. And my whole point is, why are we blaming? At least Westbrook left it all on the line. Yeah. He, he took too many shots and he missed too many shots. But if Paul George just goes four for 16 from the field, 25% instead of two of 16 Oklahoma City is playing in a game seven tomorrow. Ten thousand dollar fine for uh, Russell Westbrook. 
Is that what he's going to get? No, is that I'm, what you're asking? I'm asking. I'm asking. Or maybe no fine at all. Do you think it's worthy of a fine? I don't know what the fan said to him, but if I'm the NBA, I'm going to investigate that um, because if he's making something up, I'm going to nail him to the wall. Um, if uh, I, I already don't think he was on the right side of the camera incident. Yeah, you were saying that. So, well, wait, you on the other side of the camera incident? You no. think the guy deserved that? No, I'm with you. Yeah, I mean, really, that was that was uncalled for. And well, look, dropping the S bomb on the um, on the post game thing, I don't think that's a big deal either. Though I think the NBA frowns upon that. Sure, and I think that's why he's going to go ahead and get like something like a, a ten thousand dollar fine. I think the commissioner is going to say, "You got to stop that. Yeah. That's not a good look." You know that's what I mean? Like finding can't ten thousand dollars is dropping the bucket. I know that, but it, it, it's still. I mean, look, he was. I don't care if they fine him a dollar. He was still a dollar or yeah. million dollars. Um, he was still wrong, and I love Russell Westbrook. Yeah. I really, I love his attitude. Yeah, no, and I was gonna say, see, to yeah. me, I have no big problem with it because no. this is his brand. He's always on edge, right? He's always uh, on the brink of, of uh, you know, whatever. I want all my players like that. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And it's yeah. so, so I have no problem. I mean, and you know, these fans are talking a big talk. They got, oh, we got the front row seat. We got this. We got that. We're That's gonna... what fanatics do. That's what fans do. Now, you know? I do think, and I, 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 I will say. I think you have to be more composed. I think you got to be the bigger person. But that is who Russell Westbrook is. It is on brand for him. You ever yell at an athlete and he, like, big time and heard you and said something back to you? I don't think so. I'm not a big, like, yeller. Like, I don't, I don't, it's amazing to me. Like, I don't viscerally, and maybe it's just because we work in this business. I don't know. Like, I don't viscerally get that excited or upset enough to care to yell and scream. I got in trouble at a preseason game. Wow. Yeah, is that, is that good? That's good. What and happened? I don't even care. Nobody cares about a preseason game. I was with a friend of mine um, who is a sports center anchor. Oh, can't name a name, right? I can't, can I? Steve Levy, can I say his name? Yeah, hockey I, guy. So I, I, was at the, uh, I was at the game with him. We're sitting in the first row. He got his tickets. And, um, uh, you know, I tried to show off a little bit. Yeah. And it's a preseason game for crying out loud like I care, right? And I say to Barkley, I go, can you play defense for once in your life? Who would you say that to? To Barkley. Oh, yeah. okay. It's a, it's a preseason game. Are you the guy that he threw through a glass no, window? No, 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 no. I wish. That's too I bad. Wish, yeah. Yeah. He, t- he turned to me and he goes, you go blank yourself. Wow. A preseason game. I'm like, can't I talk smack in a preseason game? He can, yeah, One preseason yes, game. You can talk smack, but he can talk smack back. You're lucky he didn't throw you through a why glass window. Why did he just say, well, why even look at me? Why even? It's a preseason game, Charles. All I said was, can't you play defense for once in your life? I mean, it upset him. It's a preseason. I was just trying to show off a little bit. You know what I mean? Thank you. Just a little show off. I'm just glad you weren't in Indianapolis. The malice in the palace. Yes. I feel like it would have yeah. been even worse if you had been there. <laughs> when we get back, uh, final thoughts and our predictions coming up. Stick around for that. You're going to see the Fox Sports Radio. Big face off, right side of Fleury. Sharks on the power play. They win the draw. Burns on the point, dishes to the bank. He's got it on the right circle. He stick handles. He throws to his left. Shot by Couture. He scores! In double overtime, Logan Couture wins it for the Sharks. And San Jose has their first win in this second round playoff series. Should turn my mic on. It'll work better that way. Wow! Great news, everybody. There's a quick way you could save money. Just switch to Geico. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more in car insurance thanks to the San Jose Radio Network. Wow. They win in double overtime. What was it? 4-3 final because they took away a goal from uh, from Vegas in the uh, overtime, as they said, of uh, goalie interference. So Yeah, Miss Arnie Spanier, Arnie Pucks, was not happy with that I call. wasn't because my kid's a goalie, so he never gets a break like that. 
Okay. Uh, by the way, coming up at the top of the hour, straight out of Vegas, our buddies R.J. Bell and Steve Cofield uh, give you a Vegas perspective. So I definitely love hearing those guys uh, coming up at the top of the hour. You're going to Vegas next week, right? You're going to have a little fun out there. I am going to Vegas. You guys will have to do without me. I would say that I'd call in, but I probably you guys will be the last thing on my mind. I'm not going to lie. What is uh, what is your game? You tell me. What is your game of choice? My game of choice is laying by the pool. Oh, and, come uh, on. Cold beverage. Can we, uh, before we get back to By Vegas. By the way, the pool or the topless pool? Uh, I don't know. I don't know if I've ever been. Been. No, I don't think I've ever been to a topless pool. Huh? Yeah, sure, no you've never been to the topless pool. I mean, I never, I never like, I've never made Yeah, I never went to the topless pool. Accidentally, I went. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, accidentally. I, I, yeah. By the way, can we give a quick <laughs> shout out to my girl Sandy McClinn out there in Indianapolis? Yes. You are so right about PG-13. Nothing but a bum. Pacers are so much better without him. Sandy, what's up, girl? Wow. Thank you for the shout-out. Wow. I, telling me how right I am about PG-13. The fans love me, Arnie. You think they'll come back in droves when I'm not here next week? Yeah, they don't love me, that's for sure. All right, give me a little music, Raider Ryan. Put us in the mood. We got some predictions to get to, for crying out loud. Give us something better than that. I already told you. Here are my. I got three predictions for uh, the games coming up. First of all, Cavs are going to win. It's a done deal. Cavs win in seven. 103-96, uh, Aaron. I told you that's a final. I don't see how the Cavs can win a game se- uh, lose a game seven at home at all uh, with LeBron. It- it's just not going to happen. I already went on the record. Me and Sandy, Miss Indianapolis yes. over there, we like the Pacers. I just think the Pacers have been the better team throughout this series, so I'm going to take the Pacers to win game seven. I like the Rockets in game one. 121-111 over Utah. I'm going to give the score there. I think it's going to be a high-scoring one. Why is everybody giving up on the Rockets all of a sudden? Nobody talking about them. I don't understand what's yeah, going on here. It's been eerily quiet considering they're the number one seed, had the best record during the regular season. I like the Rockets to win game one, win the series. I probably won't be tweeting about Rick Pitino tomorrow. And I'm taking the Celts over Philadelphia in game one. That game's on, on uh, Monday, I believe. 106-101, uh, Celts by five. Uh, so there you got my predictions. Do with them as you please. But remember, they're strictly for entertainment purposes only. Uh, are people going to get it? That, that, that Philadelphia-Boston series is, is, like, historic. That's Back in the day, that'd be a great series, huh? That would be. But then all Boston's best players got hurt. Yeah, so. right. No, I mean, even back, like, Larry Bird days, that would be, like, the series that everybody watches. So, so I don't get a third prediction here, by the way? Yeah, yeah, give you me just, a third one. I cut up. the music off. Yeah, right? you did. Uh, you go music, My Liz. Vegas Golden Knights, since I'm going to be out there oh. next week. Oh, my Vegas Golden Knights. By the way, I'm trying to see if if if, if they'll be playing in Vegas while I'm out there. They play Monday night. Oh, come you back gotta go. Win. You know that arena. JT the Brick goes all the time. Have you been to that arena? No, yet? no. There it is. There are bars everywhere because I was there for the Pac-12 tournament. Your Arizona Wildcats were playing. The bars right next to the arena were packed. It is a great, great great venue. I haven't been to Vegas in a long time. You come next week and we can do the show for oh, Vegas. Oh, I would love to. Remote show. My wife would yell at me. She, she doesn't have to she know. Would, she would yell at me. She, she would won't have to I'm know. a bad liar. That's why I don't play poker. What? I'm a horrible liar. Just come out for the night. You can drive back that <laughs> I night. I am. What? You're bad at everything, Artie. Yeah, I know. I know. I just, I can't lie. I, I like, if I play poker, I'm like, ho, 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 whoa, yeah, let's play. Yeah, yeah. So what? You can't do that. Real quick, I know we're short on time here, yeah. but don't you have a, a a foolproof Arnie Spanier? Is it poker? Is it blackjack? Or yeah, what? my my thing on blackjack is I um I have a system. My system a is system. Yes, Let's go. I've got a, I got a real system. I don't bust, and I know people are laughing out there. Go, oh, 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 you're so funny. I I'll hit on twelve, maybe once in a while thirteen, but I don't hit on fourteen or higher. 
I do not bust because the chances of you winning the hand if you bust is zero. But if I have a 14 or 15, I still have a chance to win. So I, I, I don't buy It's worked out pretty good for me, to be honest with you. Yeah, I could tell you. I mean, you, you the car well, rolled I, in yeah, here, I don't, the, I don't the have bling, a nice car, yeah. The yeah. earrings, the gold chains that yeah. you had rolled I've got none of that, but. Well, I might call you from Vegas. Can I can I get on during the show? Absolutely. I, okay. Absolutely. Say, Arnie, what's the, what's the theory again? I'm at the table. I got 16. Do I hit? What do can I do? Can you call me from the table? No, that I'd get thrown out. That'd I'd be so out. cool if you could if you could like FaceTime me from the from the blackjack table. I, I mean I could call during that would the be, show next week. That would be awesome. And if I could uh, play like blackjack with you. Yeah. Arnie, what do I do? What are you, what are you gonna do? What are, what are we gonna do? Well, I got some great blackjack stories I could tell you. Uh, Let's save them. Well, I'll get to them next week, but man, if you've never been to Vegas, uh, you're not a man. I just want you to know that. You've not lived life. All right, thanks to Raider Ryan. Uh it's thanks to name. Eminem. Uh, thanks to the Sager. It was good to see the Sager. He's aged a lot. Don't tell him that. Don't don't tell him I said that. But he's aged a lot. Uh, just like Raider Ryan. They look horrible. Um, coming up next, straight out of Vegas, R.J. Bell. And, of course, our buddy Steve Cofield. Stick around for them. Aaron, it was good to see you. I'm glad we finally got to do it in studio. I enjoyed it, even though you were buttering up Ethan Salam when I walked in. Wow. The I still enjoyed it, despite it. Well, it was good to see you. Stick around for straight out of Vegas. Uh, this is, I can hear you counting in my headphones, Fox Sports Radio. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call. ClickGranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store.